Thanks for tuning in to Hand to Hand in the Trenches, a missionary story podcast. I'm Caleb Hickam. And I'm Kimberly Croker. And we are your hosts for this episode of Hand to Hand. Hand to Hand is a ministry outreach of Charity Baptist Tabernacle in Amarillo, Texas. And Hand to Hand is a missionary story podcast that tells the true stories of Christians around the world who have hazarded their lives for the Word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. We're back for part number three in the story of Baxter McClendon, uh, a.k.a. Cyclone Mac. Yes, we are. Last week was a pretty great episode. We talked about Baxter's life as a criminal and gambler. And then we finished off with talking about how Baxter McClendon was born again during a camp meeting. Yes. Now, uh, if you missed parts one and two, we, as always, we want to encourage you to go back and listen to them first. And uh, if you are all caught up, then we're ready to get on with the story. So let's do that. Some of you may actually remember when Baxter McClendon was a young boy, he heard a preacher tell him that he might become a preacher someday. Well, almost as soon as Baxter was born again, He felt certain that the Lord was, in fact, calling him to preach. The Lord has called me to preach the gospel. Now, Baxter's family were Methodist, and so he joined the Methodist Church. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Time out. Hold the horses. I thought this was a Baptist history podcast. It is. And part of Baxter's incredible story is how he became a Baptist. So we just have to go on with the story. Okay. Didn't you tell me that one time? Didn't this happen in a previous previous episode one time? Okay. What goes around comes around. So let's proceed. So he joined the Methodist church. Yes. And he told them that he was called to preach. All the church members were excited, thinking how much Baxter could now do for the Lord after being saved out of a life of crime and drunkenness. But the Methodist preachers in South Carolina were doubtful of Baxter's ability to become a professional preacher. Now, Baxter, I hear you're saying that you believe you are called to preach? Yes, sir. I've thought about it, and I've prayed about it a lot. I'm going to preach. 
Don't you think you're making a mistake? You're already in your mid-twenties, and you haven't yet gone to Bible school. Most Methodist preachers start training much younger. No, I'm not making any mistake. I've got my orders from headquarters. I'm going to follow the Lord. Well, now, Baxter, don't be foolish. You know being a preacher is not so simple as being a barber. You don't have enough education to be a preacher. No, I'll tell you what you should do. Is work hard, tithe, and be a good church member. Leave the preaching to those who are better educated. But I know... Why, you were the joke of the whole town. Can't you see that everyone is laughing at the thought of you being a preacher? Now... You just get this foolishness out of your head. But God has called me to preach. Doesn't that mean anything? Now, some of Baxter's old, lost friends tried something else to convince him that he couldn't be a preacher. Now, Mac, you know you haven't done much of anything for years except drink whiskey and play poker. You've been out of school too long to start trying to learn something new now. No, sir. I'm going to preach. God called me, and he doesn't make mistakes. But through all of this, the regular church members, they believed in Baxter, and they wanted to help him. They even started taking up a collection to help send him to Bible school. Here is a little love offering that our knitting club collected. We are praying the Lord will use you to lead many lost souls to Christ. Thank you, sister. Thank you so much. And pretty soon, Baxter and his wife moved to Wilmore, Kentucky, so he could enroll in Ashbury College. He went there for two years, and he worked hard. He even became the star of the debate team. But his teachers, like the Methodist preachers back home, told him that he was too high-strung, and he just wasn't really suited to be a Methodist preacher. Somebody suggested that he should try the Moody Bible Institute in Chicago, Illinois. So, he saved up some money and moved to Chicago. He felt that he learned a lot more at Moody Institute, but especially working one-on-one -on -one with the old drunks at the Pacific Garden Mission. Here's a gospel track for you, friend. Once you come into the mission and hear some preaching, we'll feed you a fine meal after the sermon. Uh, all right. Here, let me help you walk there. You know, my life was once in ruin. It was destroyed by that devil called whiskey. I'd neglect my dear wife and children, but praise the Lord, Jesus saved my soul and he delivered me from the power of whiskey. He'll save you too if you'll ask him. After school, when Baxter went back to his old hometown in Bennettsville, South Carolina, he got super excited when a local Methodist preacher reluctantly asked him to give a short message at a Tuesday night prayer meeting. Baxter was so excited, he immediately started preparing to preach his first sermon but he made the same mistake that so many young preachers do by trying to copy the methods and manners of another preacher that he had seen instead of just being himself. And so, when Baxter got up to preach, he quickly became confused 
and started stumbling over his own words. So, um, uh, the Bible says, uh, says, it's, it's hot in here. The Bible says to pray. Men, oh, men all always to pray. Um, Baxter was so embarrassed at this failed attempt to preach, but the worst part happened later on that night. You see, Baxter and his family were staying at his parents' house, and as he lay awake in bed thinking about the service, through the thin walls he overheard his parents talking in the next room. Well, Thomas, how was Baxter's first sermon? To tell the truth, Jenny, is the worst attempt at preaching I've ever heard in my life. As you can imagine, Baxter was very much disheartened to hear that. And for a minute, he even thought maybe he was making a mistake. Oh, maybe they're, maybe they're right. Maybe, maybe I can't preach. But then he remembered that God had called him to preach. Well, God, I, I know you called me to preach, so, so if there's been a mistake made, you're going to make it. I mean, I know you promised. I know you promised. I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. So I'm trusting you to help me to be able to preach. Amen. So next, Baxter contacted the Methodist revivalist, Bud Robinson, Y'all might remember he was the preacher that preached the meeting where Baxter had been saved. And he asked if he could travel with Bud and preach with him. Of course, the old preacher agreed. When Baxter had his first opportunity to preach under the big revival tent, he got up and opened his Bible. The Bible says in John 3, 7, Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. Folks, I, I can't preach, but God can save sinners. He saved me. Then, without another word, Baxter began silently, but energetically, beckoning for sinners to come to the altar. After a minute, one came to the altar, then another, and another. Soon, there was over 40 people at the altar. Each one was met by an altar worker who showed them the simple plan of salvation. Baxter still had not developed into the preacher he would become, but he learned a valuable lesson that night, just to be himself. Well, after preaching the revival circuit with Brother Bud Robinson for a while, Baxter returned to South Carolina in hopes that the Methodist denomination would give him a church to pastor. But it was the same old story. They didn't want him to preach. What's the matter, honey? Raina, the Methodist conference refused to appoint me to a church again this year. Well, Baxter, maybe you could write to some of the pastors and ask them to let you help out as an assistant. I've already sent a letter to every Methodist preacher in the state asking them if they have any work I can do. They all gave me the same answer. No, I just don't know what else to do. We just need to keep praying about it. The Lord will work it out. Every time that Baxter heard about a vacancy at any Methodist church in South Carolina, 
he would jump on a train and rush to that town to beg the presiding elder to let him fill the vacancy. But the answer was always the same. One day, as Baxter was going about his business in town, he met an elderly man. Well, excuse me there, young fella. Are you Baxter McClendon? Yes, sir. I don't think I know you. No, son, you don't. But I've heard of you. Praise the Lord. I heard that the Lord saved you from a life of crime and debauchery. How he called you to preach? Ain't God good? Amen. Yes, he is. My name is Edward Covington. I pastor a Baptist church over near Greenville. Where are you pastoring, son? Well, I'm... I'm not. Between churches, huh? No, sir. It's just the Methodist Conference won't appoint me to a church. Brother McClendon, are you called to preach? Yes. Yes, sir, I know I am. If you're called to preach, then you need to preach. Didn't you travel and preach some tent revival with uh, old Bud Robinson for a while? Yes, sir. Tell you what, brother. Won't you come preach a citywide revival for me? We'll pitch a tent in the field not far from the church, and I know the folks in my church will pitch in to help with special music and altar workers. What do you say? Um, I say, yes, that'll be great. So, Baxter went to preach a revival for the Baptist preacher, Brother Edward Covington. But five of the leading Methodist preachers in the Greenville area wrote and signed a public pronouncement that they would not be going to hear this rogue evangelist Baxter McClendon and encouraged others not to attend either. The radio and local newspapers quickly picked up on the controversy, which actually got people excited to go and hear this controversial preacher. In local news, an ecclesiastical controversy is playing out in our city. The Methodist revivalist known as Cyclone Mac has been preaching salvation and damnation under the big circus tent all this week. The revival services are being hosted by the Baptist Church. Five of the leading Methodist ministers have all denounced the meeting and are imploring the faithful not to attend. Based on the attendance last night, it seems the people do not have ears to hear as the tent was packed full. In other news... Mayor Johnson has confirmed he will run for president. During the services, Baxter preached hard. And folks, the Bible says in Romans 5.8, But God commended his love toward us, and that while we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus Christ died on an old rugged cross for your sin and mine, and he wants you to come to him for salvation. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. That means you, you're not going to go to heaven unless you come to Jesus. Let God be true and every man a liar. Come to Jesus today before it's too late. 
The meeting was a huge success, with souls saved every night. And soon, Baxter was being invited to bring his big circus tent and preach all over the state, and even more across the state line in North Carolina. A few Methodists and Presbyterians would invite him, but mostly he found himself preaching revivals that were hosted by Baptist churches. After seeing souls saved, he would no doubt often witness them being immersed by the local Baptist preacher. And it wouldn't be much longer before Baxter himself would also be immersed as the Bible teaches. But if you want to hear about that, you're going to have to come back next week. Yes, next week we'll be finishing the story of Cyclone Mac. But until then... Ecclesiastes 9 verse 10 Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave whither thou goest.